Spring, Part Four, from the Flowers of Shakespeare. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jennifer Painter. The Flowers of Shakespeare by Esther Singleton. Lady smocks all silver white and cuckoo buds of yellow hue. Lady Smock, Cardamine Pritensis, the lovely little spring song in Love's Labour's Lost, with the line, Lady Smock's all silver white, has immortalised this little flower of the English meadows, but little known in our country. The Lady Smock is very common in England in early spring. Properly speaking, it should be Our Lady's Smock, as it is one of the many plants dedicated to the Virgin Mary and bearing her name. The list is a long one, including ladies' slippers, ladies' bower, ladies' cushion, ladies' mantle, ladies' laces, ladies' looking-glass, ladies' garters, ladies' thimble, ladies' hair, maidenhair fern, ladies' seal, ladies' thistle, ladies' bedstraw, ladies' fingers, ladies' gloves, and so on. These flowers, originally dedicated to Venus, Juno, and Diana in Greek and Roman mythology, and to Freya and Bertha in northern lore and legend, were gradually transferred to the Virgin with the spread of Christianity. The lady's smock takes its name from the fancied, but far-fetched, resemblance to a smock. It is said, by way of explanation, that when these flowers are seen in great quantity, they suggest the comparison of linen smocks bleaching on the green meadow. Other names for the plant are cuckoo flower, meadow cress, sphinx, and mayflower, and in Norfolk the cardamine pritensis is called Canterbury bells. The petals have a peculiarly soft and translucent quality with a faint lilac tinge. Shakespeare describes the flower as silver white an epithet that has puzzled many persons. However, one ardent Shakespeare lover has made a discovery. Gather a lady smock as you tread the rising grass in fragrant May, and although in individuals the petals are sometimes cream colour, as a rule, the flower viewed in the hand is lilac, pale, but purely and indisputably lilac. Where then is the silver whiteness? It is the meadows, remember, that are painted when, as often happens, the flower is so plentiful as to hide the turf, and most particularly if the ground be a slope and the sun be shining from behind us, all is changed. The flowers are lilac no longer. The meadow is literally silver white. So it is always. Shakespeare's epithets are like prisms. Let them tremble in the sunshine and we discover that it is he who knows best. The beautiful song begins. When daisies pied and violets blue and lady smocks all silver white and cuckoo buds of yellow hue do paint the meadows with delight, the cuckoo then on every tree mocks married men, for thus sings he, Cuckoo, 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 or word of fear unpleasing to a married ear. Cuckoo buds, ranunculus. It is quite possible that in Cuckoo buds of yellow hue, 
Shakespeare meant the blossoms of the buttercup or kingcup, called by the country people of Warwickshire horse blobs. Some authorities claim that cuckoo buds is intended to represent the lesser celandine, of which Wordsworth was so fond that he wrote three poems to it. Others call cuckoo buds carmine pritensis, but that could hardly be possible because Shakespeare speaks of lady smocks all silver white in one line and cuckoo buds of yellow hue in the succeeding line. There is much confusion in the identification of lady smocks, cuckoo buds, cuckoo flowers and crow flowers, for they are more or less related. Gerard says, Our lady smock is also called the cuckoo flower because it flowers in April and May when the cuckoo doth begin to sing her pleasant notes without stammering. End of Lady Smocks All Silver White and Cuckoo Buds of Yellow Hue